Violation of DNA Neighbor Exclusion Principle in RNA Recognition An article by Muhammad Yusuf, Kwang Kim and others from Pohang University of Science and Technology, Pohang, Korea Chemical Science, 2016 DNA intercalation has been very useful for engineering DNA-based functional materials it is generally accepted that the intercalation phenomenon in RNA would be similar to that in DNA. Here we note that the neighbor exclusion principle is violated in RNA by naphthalene-based cationic probes, in contrast to the fact that it is usually valid in DNA. All the intercalation structures are responsible for the fluorescence where small naphthalene moieties are intercalated in between bases via PP interactions. These structures aided by hydrogen bonds between the cationic moieties and the ribose phosphate backbone, which results in specific selectivity for RNA over DNA. This experimentally observed mechanism is supported by computationally reproducing diffrescence and CD data. MD simulations confirm the unfolding of RNA due to the intercalation of probes. Elucidation of the mechanism of selective sensing for RNA over DNA would be highly beneficial for dynamic observation of RNA, which is essential for studying its biological roles. Introduction the neighbor exclusion principle is a well-known rule for intercalated binding of small planar molecules to DNA. According to this principle, the two neighboring sites of an occupied intercalation site in DNA must remain unoccupied or, in less absolute terms, intercalation is anti-cooperative at adjacent sites. Namely, every second Next neighbor interaction site along the length of the DNA double helix remains unoccupied. The concept of neighbor exclusion was originally postulated in consideration of possible stereochemical constraints imposed by the sugar phosphodiester backbone, but the effects of vibrational entropy and counter ion release favor the flexible neighboring exclusion models over the rich neighbor exclusion violation models. Such neighbor exclusion states were frequently noted in DNA systems. In this study, we show a clear example that such neighbor exclusion states do not work in RNA systems because of differences in the sugar phosphodiester backbone between DNA and RNA. Specifically, we tested the unique properties of the naphthalene moiety which are responsible for the violation of the neighbor exclusion principle in RNA thereby imparting an effect for highly selective recognition of RNA in comparison to DNA. RNA plays a crucial role as a catalyst inside the ribosome and mediates many transactions in the cell. In this context, RNA has transformed from a molecule with a minor role in protein synthesis to an important player in molecular biology. Thus, the development of RNA detection and recognition technology is gaining immense importance for having an enormous impact on molecular biology and medicine. The direct visualization of nucleic acids in vivo can provide information about the location, kinetics and function of these biomolecules, playing a major role in understanding different inter- and intracellular processes. 
Moreover, dynamic quantitative detection of RNA is a vital subject in neurotoxin and cancer biology as variation in RNA abundance is related to gene expression. Given the diversity of RNA functions, small fluorescent probes that selectively bind to RNA would be a highly efficient approach for therapeutic intervention. Small cationic imaging probes are frequently applied in biological research. However, the problem of these small cationic fluorescent probes is that they generally have better affinity for DNA over RNA. Chang and co-workers reported two small molecules for RNA detection However, relatively small differences in affinity were observed between RNA and DNA. Yoon and co-workers reported a pyrene-based neutral probe which is selective towards RNA compared to DNA but is unselective towards other nucleotides present in biological fluids. Shirin Farr and others reported small naphthalene imidazolium-based cationic cyclophane which can selectively detect RNA over DNA in living cells. However, the recognition mechanism of the reported probes for RNA was undefined. In this regard, a concise and explicit binding mechanism for fluorescent sensing of RNA is essential for further development of fluorescent molecules showing high selectivity and specificity towards RNA. For the sake of the present study, we synthesized naphthalene, anthracene, and pyrene-based probes. Hydrogen NMR fluorescence titration and circular dichroism CD experiments were performed to explain the binding stoichiometry and structures. Molecular dynamics MD simulations were performed to confirm whether the RNA structure violates the neighbor exclusion principle within several nanoseconds which is the time scale for fluorescence. Additionally, density functional theory DFT and time-dependent DFT, TDDFT methods were used to elucidate the binding of fluorescence mechanism using stacking nucleobases which exist in the tRNA of Baker's yeast, AA, AC, AG, AU, CG, CU, GG, GU, and UU pairs. Additional experiments using a probe that replaced the imidazolium moiety with the tetrial amino group clarified the role of charge groups along with the structures suggested by DFT results. Consequently, both the experimental evidence and the theoretical calculations indicate the violation of the well-known neighbor exclusion principle. Naphthalene-based small cationic hosts fit into every individual stacking nucleobase with PP interactions between the flow force and the nucleobases. It is also shown that the entire structure is aided by ionic hydrogen bonding between the positively charged moiety and the ribose phosphate backbone, resulting in selectivity for RNA over DNA. This study on the mode of binding is essential and progressive as no concrete analysis has been reported yet. Results and discussion Fluorescence studies The details of synthesis of probes 1 to 5 are described in the ESI. Fluorescent studies have been conducted for selective recognition of RNA because of its simplicity quick response 
and high sensitivity at low concentrations. Diffrescence results of probe 1 to 5 were checked in aqueous solution at pH 7.4. The final concentration of tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast was determined spectrometrically. Probes 1 to 3 display lower fluorescence emissions when irradiated at 350 nm. Due to the presence of the quenching effect of the imidazole moieties in probes 1 to 2, negligible fluorescence emission is observed, while a quantum yield of 0.05 is observed in the case of probe 3. tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast exhibit negligible fluorescence, but turn-on fluorescence is observed in the emission spectrum when the probes were treated with tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast. The turn-on fluorescence is also observed in the emission spectra for probe 1 treated with tRNA with a quantum yield equal 0.22 and tRNA AU, 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 AU with a quantum yield of 0.21. This indicates that the fluorescence sensing does not depend on the structure skeleton. Probe 3 gives a similar fluorescence enhancement, indicating that the imidazolium group just gives an electrostatic interaction and has no effect on recognition. Probe 4 exhibits monomer emissions at 398, 421 and 444 nm, while Probe 5 shows monomer emissions at 379, 398 and 419 nm when irradiated at 350 nm. Both probes 4 and 5 give decreased fluorescence in the monomer when exposed to tRNA, indicating that the naphtali moiety is responsible for the fluorescence enhancement and hence for the selective recognition of tRNA. The new peak at circa 443 nm upon binding of probes 1 to 3 with tRNA from Baker's yeast, RNA from Torula yeast, tRNA GC and tRNA AU is attributed to excimer formation. The absorption spectra of probes 1 to 3 showed a broad peak, circa 265 nm, in the presence of the naphtali moiety, which became shaper with a distinct blue shifting of circa 6 nm upon interaction of tRNA with Baker's yeast. On the other hand, the absorption spectra of probes 4 and 5 upon binding with tRNA from Baker's yeast show negligible change. Probe 1 shows almost insignificant fluorescence enhancement when exposed to fluorine and iodine, double-stranded DNA, single-stranded DNA, glucose, heme, UTP, TTP, ATP, GTP and CTP indicating the high selectivity of naphtalene-based probe 1 to its recognition of tRNA and denaturated tRNA over other anions and nucleotides. Fluorescence titration experiments of probes 1 to 3 upon binding with tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast were conducted to investigate the binding phenomenon. Probes 1 to 3 display a 1 to 1 binding stoichiometry with tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast, suggesting that the imidazolium tetrial amino group for each probe molecule binds to each phosphate unit of the RNA backbone 
through primary electrostatic interaction. Simultaneously, this allows the naphtali moiety of each probe molecule to have secondary interactions with the stacking nucleobases of RNA. All these observations are further supported by the fact that excimer formation arises from testicial PEP stacking between naphtali moiety and each stacking pair of RNA. Only one imidazolium group might be involved in binding as evident from the one-to-one -one stoichiometry in the case of probe 2. Binding constants and detection limits of probes 1 to 3 were calculated and are summarized in the table 1. First titration results were also subjected to a scattered plot to calculate binding constants. The results are almost comparable to the binding constants calculated based on one-to-one -one binding stoichiometry between the phosphate group of RNA in probes 1 to 3. Hence, the strengthens of our argument that the imidazolium triethyl amino group of each probe molecule binds to each ribose phosphate unit of RNA. In order to confirm the fluorescence result, we carried out DFT and TDFT calculations on intercalation model systems in which probe 1 is sandwiched between two nucleobases that are connected by a ribose phosphate backbone. In the ground state, all the structures have perfect triple stacking with PP interactions. The molecular orbitals, MOs, responsible for the vertical excitation, absorption, mostly the highest occupied MOs, HOMOs, and the lowest unoccupied MOs, LUMOs, are delocalized over the naphthalene and one of the bases. Due to the large spatial overlaps between the homus and lumus and the similar structures, no significant difference is observed in wavelength and oscillator strength for absorption between different structures with an intercalated naphtali moiety. However, the rotation of either one of the two bases or the naphtali moiety leads to breaking the spatial overlap between the homo and lumo at the first excited state minimum, which is essential for de-excitation and fluorescence. This is followed by wide-ranging wavelength values for the first excited state optimized structures. The value span of 393 to 503 nm. These structures can be classified in terms of oscillator strength. The figure explains that A1A A1C and A1G have a delocalized homos over one of the bases and the naphtali moiety, resulting in significant overlap with lumus, most localized on the naphtali moiety, which showed high oscillator strength. On the other hand, other structures present small oscillator strength due to localized homos and lumus, either naphtaline or one of the bases, so-called charge transfer CT de-excitation. The exceptions are C1G and C1U oscillate strength less than 0.01 for the firmer with delocalized homo and localized lumo, but more than 0.01 for the latter even with CT excitation. The data could be merged together to reproduce a fluorescent result 
considering both Doppler broadening for the finite width to the spectral lines and the number of each stacking pair, the theoretical fluorescence matches experiment well. This strongly indicates that not only specific stacking pairs but all the interaction structures are involved in the fluorescence ranging 425 to 450 nanometer. Circular Decroism CD Studies To obtain insights into the conformational change of the RNA structure and binding mechanism upon interaction, probe 1 was selected for circular decroism CD studies. TRNA from Baker's yeast 1 millimolar shows positive ellipticity centered at 276.5 nanometer, while RNA from tubular yeast shows positive ellipticity centered at 290.5 nanometer. Addition of probe 1 into tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast solution results in a decrease in lepticity until it becomes almost zero. CAD titration of tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast shows 1 to 1 stoichiometry and the binding constant is calculated assuming 1 to 1 binding stoichiometry. CD titration results are also subjected to scattered plot to calculate the binding constant and the outcomes are comparable to those calculated based on one-to-one -one binding stoichiometry between the phosphate group of RNA and probes 1 to 3. Thus, they strengthen our argument that the imidazolium triethyl amino group of each probe molecules binds to each ribose phosphate unit of RNA. Based on these observations, we proposed the interaction of probe 1 causes tRNA from Baker's yeast and RNA from Torula yeast to unfold their secondary structures, exploring strong binding between RNA and probe 1. The phenomenon has been supported by fluorescent studies where tRNA and denaturated tRNA with probe 1 give almost the same response. Fluorescence and circular decroism results were also subjected to neighboring exclusion model and a cutoff of experimental points was observed well below theta equals 0 0.5 indicating that the neighboring exclusion principle is upheld in RNA recognition by probes 1 to 3. The computed CD results for the model Shown in figure 4b, further confirms our speculation that the stretched RNA structure is responsible for the flat signal in DNA experiments. RNA used here is only a local part from the entire tRNA of Baker's yeast, with a limited number of nucleotides, showing that the wavelength at the maximum ellipticity is very close to the experimental results. Moreover, the signal for the stretched RNA structure with probe 1 is almost flat. Therefore, we are convinced that the CD results can be attributed to the involvement of probe molecules in the stretch of RNA where probe molecules are intercalated into every base stacking site, violating the neighbor exclusion principle. This argument is consistent with the basic insight of hydrophobicity all the hydrophobic naphthalene fluorophores try to avoid exposure to hydrophilic environment due to lack of attraction with hydrophiles. 
There are only two possibilities for naphthalene to escape the hydrophilic environment, either aggregation of the probe molecules or interaction in between nuclear bases using both PP interaction. However, in this case, the charged moiety prevents the former because of its solubility in water. Hydrogen NMR studies Probe 1 was selected in order to monitor the physical interaction through hydrogen NMR experiments. tRNA-GC and tRNA-AU were used to investigate which nuclear basis is responsible for the interaction with the naphthalene moiety of probe 1. A 2D NOAC experiment of probe 1 with tRNA from Baker's yeast was also recorded in order to investigate the proposed binding pattern. The relatively weak NOE correlation between the naphthalene moiety of probe 1 and the nucleobasis of RNA reveals that the naphthalene moiety is in close vicinity to the nucleobasis of RNA. Downfield shifts associated with splitting of naphthalene proteins and upfield shifts of RNA proteins suggest that each nucleobase of RNA is involved in PP stacking interactions with the naphthalene moiety of probe 1, causing excimer formation and fluorescence with a broad peak centered around 425-450 nm. This was further strengthened by 1 to 1 binding stoichiometry of probe 1 with the phosphate group of RNA. Fluorescence, circular dichroism, and hydrogen NMR data demonstrate that every stacking pair is involved in intercalation and fluorescence. In contrast to the previous conjuncture, the one naphthalene based cyclophane binds to one RNA molecule. Molecular dynamics MD simulations. Furthermore, our MD simulation results support our proposal about unfolding of RNA due to intercalation of probes. We performed MD simulations of RNA with 10 nucleotides in which the naphthalene moiety in probe 1 is located at every intercalation site. The majority of naphthalene moieties in the structure where some imidazolium moieties interact with naphthalene and the others interact with ribosis 2'OH, maintain the initial interaction form for 15 nanoseconds. On the other hand, the imidazolium moieties interact only with either the phosphates or the 2'OH of ribose. These structures with intercalating probe molecules become highly unstable, lasting at most for several nanoseconds. Likewise, the MD simulation of DNA fragment with the same sequence in which intercalated probe molecules interact only with the naphthalene backbone shows the dissolution of almost all the intercalation structures within 0.4 nanosecond. This is clearly shown from the root mean square distance and deviation data between the probe molecule and stacking nucleobases for RNA probe and DNA probe systems. While the probe molecule in the RNA system maintains the intercalation structure even after 20 nanoseconds, the one in the DNA system is solvated out within sub nanoseconds. These results emphasize the difference between DNA and RNA. The lack of 2'OH in DNA forces imidazolium moieties to interact only with the phosphate backbones, 
for at most a few nanoseconds, making the wall intercalation structure unstable. On the other hand, RNA provides two different options for intercalation, 2'OH and the phosphate backbone directing imidazole moieties toward the opposite direction for hydrogen bonding. This offers additional stability for interaction structures lasting several tens of nanoseconds. Therefore, we can conclude that once the probe molecules are intercalated, they stay where they are in the initial form for several tens of nanoseconds, corresponding to time scale of resistance circa 1 to 100 nanoseconds. Along with the NMR experimental data, this indicates that the interaction structures are responsible for the fluorescence results. Conclusion We have shown that the neighbor exclusion principle is violated in RNA by naphthalene-based cationic probes. The control experiments demonstrate that only the naphthalene moiety is small enough to be inserted into intercalation sites of RNA unlike pyrene and anthracene. Furthermore, fluorescence titration, CD and hydro-NMR experiments infer that not only specific bases but all the stacking pairs are responsible for the fluorescence, having PP interactions with the probes. The MD simulation results reveal stable interaction structures where imidazolium moieties interact with the two hydrogen bonding acceptors. The negatively charged oxygen of phosphate and the 2'OH of ribose both present in RNA, providing selectivity towards RNA for the cationic moieties of the probes, as compared to DNA which only has the phosphate backbone. The computational results support the CD experimental results, suggesting the RNA is stretched by the interaction of probe molecules. Additionally, we computationally reproduced fluorescence, providing the fluorescence mechanism and supporting the involvement of all intercalation structures in the fluorescence. The breaking of the spatial overlap between home and LUMO at each first excited state minimum gives charge transfer driven the excitations corresponding to fluorescence at 425-450 nanometer. Overall, we have proposed an effective strategy for RNA recognition, a small flow for for facile intercalation with at least one cationic moiety for hydrogen bonding, which is straightforward for both synthesis and further analysis. Thank you for listening to this article. Please do follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading, for more articles.